Drops it back to Nekdi. Nekdi passes to shot. They score! Oscar Lindblom buries it. And the power play goal ties this game in two. This is the Liberty Yell, episode 39. I'm Danny Deemer here with Chris Stompo. As always. On a Sunday again. Back right to back, back at it. Back to back weeks. It feels good to come back and do back to back weeks again. It's been a while since we've done two weeks in a row yeah we're hitting our prime yep it's time it's time hockey's right around the corner dan dude it is and i want the first thing i want to talk about and i've been eager to talk to you about this but i've reserved it specifically for this podcast is voracek's comments <laughs> he's like, what the fuck guys he's like, you guys are always up in my shit <laughs> that's basically what he said i know he's like everyone thought i was fucking dying yeah but that just turned out to be uh his apparently his test from friday was delayed and came back inconclusive so that's why he was out so sweet they're taking Taking a lot of precautions with it, which is nice to see, as if they're taking it seriously. Like, if any kind of thing gets messed up, whether it's they get an inconclusive test like Voracek or obviously a positive test, they all automatically take action, which is good to see, trying to keep you guys as safe as possible. Flyers' Twitter was exploding. They were so worried. I was worried, honestly, because well, it looked so cryptic, yeah, didn't it? But like, that's, that's the way happen. you have to do it. It's going to happen like that for now. Whether it's an actual injury or something COVID-related, they yeah. can't say shit. Now. Unfit to play. The new CBA. The under, yeah, the new. Right now, unfit to, turn, unfit to play right now is going to be it. it for every injury. So, like, it could be for a torn ACL or COVID, you know what I mean? So, it's going to be really crazy to see how the media deals with that. Hockey already like sucks with dic- disclosing injuries. Oh, terrible. Upper, like, body, upper body, lower body injury, and now it's just even more inconclusive. Like, just it's just gonna, to play. it's just gonna cause more drama on Twitter. It's just gonna, people arguing on Twitter, and yeah, it's just. But like, can you imagine if before, like, say the Flyers get to the Eastern Conference Finals in the playoffs, right? Yeah. And then Game Two, we get like rumors that Giroux couldn't practice because he was deemed unfit to play. Yeah, Dude, we're gonna be exploding. Like we need yeah. to know what oh, if, if it's be... just like an ankle tweak or if he has COVID. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that that's that, I, that's gonna be a problem. Even if they're like in contact with somebody that had COVID, they I'm pretty sure they have to go in quarantine too. So it's anything like that. Yeah, for sure. I think I think we're gonna be freaking out. Hopefully we don't run into something like that with Jeru, but. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. We're like Carter Hart, just unfit to play. Unfit to play game, game two. two. <laughs> yeah, ECF against Boston. Instant tears, bro. I like Twitter would be exploding. It would literally be Armageddon on Twitter, bro. It'd be, it'd be really weird. I'd be Brian Elliott, please. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen days until the qualifying game. Seven days until they travel to the hub cities, and nine days until the exhibition game against the Penguins. How you so feeling? So one one more podcast episode before actual hockey games to talk about and that, yeah. that is that is just so exciting because i remember like in march in april like those months i was just thinking that this, they were going to cancel the season entirely yeah, me too. so to think that they they're actually pulling this off i mean it's not officially pulled off yet oh, but no, it could, yeah but the fact that it's even like that we're nine days away from ho- like live hockey in july it's awesome man. yeah it's so it's awesome. exciting it's really exciting i honestly I did think they were going to cancel everything, like when this first started. Same. How long ago does March seem to you? Like we were, it feels like it was yesterday that we were in, like watching that Buffalo game with Drew scoring those two clutch goals and basically putting that game on his back. Heart playoff, heart, heart playing out of his mind towards the end. His home record this year speaks for himself. But just how the overall feeling of that game, the second to last game, the Buffalo game. Drew just in playoff mode. It, it, we talked yeah, about it on the dude. episode after where that we, we Drew just he had something. It, it looked like he was playing for something. Like he knew that he had a chance to go win a cup, and and it's not. 
it's not fading away at all. It's 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 even more in his in, yeah. in his sight. Like he looks spark. Yeah, dude. Like I I haven't seen him play with like and that he actually has a team spark. now, bro. He has a team. He has a goal. That's what it is. Like that's what it like. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, that's really what it is because he's never had that team around him. Like he's always put up his points. But like you, you saw it towards the end of the season. Like we, we tweeted out after that Buffalo game, and we said whoever has to play us in the first round, good, good luck. fucking luck. Like we yeah. were, we were on top of the world after that game. Like we really thought the yeah. Flyers, because like we saw the money puck odds. Yeah, I want a cup, dude. I know uh, we were seeing red. I'm we not really gonna lie, were. and I still am. But like it was so exciting to see Giroux with that level of energy and spark to him. It's good to see the boys actually coming into this camp because AV said it in in multiple interviews that like. The dudes are prepared. Like, they want to make a run at this cup. Like, every guy in there it. wants to be there and wants to take a shot at this. And it's it's really exciting to see. Drew looks pumped. I heard Travis Sanheim and Myers are going to be a pair. They look pumped. They're going to be going up against other team's top dudes. So it's going to be really really interesting to see how Myers and Sanheim play together in the playoffs. And I love the praise they've got over the last oh, week in the yeah. media. Mike Yo praising them. Mike Yo's praising... Zamula as well. Again, he's he continues to impress them. I'm very interested to see who, what thirty guys they take over because all the guys in camp right now are not going to be in Toronto. Come July 26th, right? Yeah, that's the, they leave the 26th. So come July 26th, not every guy in camp right now will be in Toronto. So whether that's the lines today were Drew Couturier Voracek, that's your top line beautiful yeah i think we can just assume that's gonna be line one yeah game one i think uh, yeah every flyers fan assumed that that would probably would be game one starting lineup jvr hayes connect was the second line but i also heard that they're trying fairby there and he looks really I like fairby good. more me too at that spot i do as well he's better like you said defensively two-way but also apparently fairby has a chip on his shoulder today not today but since He's another guy that's gotten so much praise in the media over the last week. Like, A.V. was saying he was playing with so much hustle, and he just came ready to play. And you know A.V., like, he speaks his mind. He's honest. And if if he talks good about you in the media, like, he means it. You know, there's no mind games. Yeah, for sure. So that really makes me think that, I mean, Farabee had a spot in the lineup. It was because of JVR's injury, but he had a spot in the lineup during the stoppage, like when the stoppage happened. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he'll have a spot. Yeah, I, I think you. Yeah, I think he'll have a spot. I think he'll have to play his way out of the lineup at this point. That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah, I just don't see him not being in the lineup August second against Boston. I mean, I, I know AV is going to be trying out different lineups, and he said that multiple times since camp's begun. But game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, I really just don't see how Ferry was not on, not in you the mean, lineup. You mean playoffs? Yeah, they Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, yeah. I would like them in the, in oh, the first game of the finals. Am I finals, speaking that into too. existence by accident, Danny? Dude, we can revisit this. <laughs> Let's come back to yeah. this. Yeah. But no, uh, game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, I really just don't see how he's not in the lineup. Yeah, it would be a crime, honestly. Yeah, you want your most skilled guys, and he's definitely one of our most skilled forwards. Uh, Faraby Grant Pivot was in the third line, like we said. Faraby's been getting flipped from the second to the third, so even if that did stick, I wouldn't mind it. Fairby and Picklick are the two fast guys getting in on the four check, and then Grant's just that playmaker who just great two way guy too. That line is just down. 
just screams like annoying for the other and team. Very, yeah, just constant forechecking. Finishing their face. checks every yeah. single time, forechecking. Not like not leaving you the fuck alone. Yeah, I had gritty they, goals. Yeah, dude. Just that goal that Fairy had in Buffalo where he just got in the goalie's face and the goalie had nowhere else to go with it. And he just all he had to do was just. And he was due in. for that because oh, he yeah, does that he, stuff all the time. He been he he was hitting posts in the preseason. He, he continued to hit posts even in the regular season. He he was snake bitten this year. For had sure. his goal call back like yeah, twice. Like twice. Yeah. Finally, finally his first goal finally fucking counted. I was waiting for the ref to be like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Coming back. So was Jim Jackson. I think he was in the call like. This one counts. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah like that. something sarcastic. Thompson, Lawton, NAK as the fourth line, but I heard that they were throwing Thompson in there, and Raffle was with the other group. So, like Av said, that they're going to be messing around with a lot of lineups. So, yeah, I mean, Thompson, Lawton, NAK as the fourth line. I'd rather have Raffle in there because I think Thompson. I, I think Raffle is better than Thompson. Definitely is. But I like those those top four lines. Maybe throw Raffle in there for Thompson, like I said. But then, like, the other line after that was Raffle, Frost, and Bunneman. So, those are the extras, but I do expect Raffle to be in the starting lineup. D pairs, Provorov, Niski. That hasn't changed. That's been the top pair. Provorov has come out and said that they, they're right back at it from where they left off. It, it didn't, doesn't even feel like that And I believe it, too. That, that, if anything, I feel like they got better. As weird as I mean, that Prokhorov sounds. I literally didn't stop skating, so Dude, I wouldn't look be surprised him. if he just looks ten times, not ten times better, but if he just looks like he didn't stop playing, is because he didn't. <laughs> like, he just didn't stop playing hockey. His playoff skating, beard, it looks least. crazy. Did you see that picture of him? Full playoff beard, <laughs> Yeah, bro. dude. Full he looks like he has beard. taken zero days off. Yeah, he looks ripped. <laughs> ripped. <laughs> yeah, Full playoff beard. He looks like he wants the Stanley Cup for real bad, bro. We already talked about the second pair, Sanheim Myers, but I'm yeah. really excited to see. They told me two years ago that those two were going to be in the top four with each other playing in the playoffs. Like that's some that's some exciting stuff. Those also, tell me that prospects. we have Niskanen with them too. Like I, I would be excited like, to hear that a couple of years ago. <laughs> I, I really would. Too. But I love. Um, we didn't fully talk about this quote, but there was one quote. I think it was from Mike Yo when he said that he matches them up, Sanheim Myers against the like some team's best players yeah, the best pairs and too. stuff for the most part i always thought it was pro v and this going to be a matched up against the top guys but i mean if if the coach is saying that then that means so much yeah, I, really I think does. it was more like they're comfortable leaving them out there against other teams top guys i do think pro robinski would get like the main that like if, if crosby or mall coming out in the ice, i think yeah robinski would probably be out there with coots to start off but I love seeing but it. But they're it's... comfortable with, with Sam Howell and Myers, which is really good to see because they're two young guys and two staples of our defense for the next five years, hopefully. So it's really exciting because Myers came out and said that it's really nice to get that like vote of confidence from the from the coach. And, yeah, I'm excited to see how they do because the... they were playing with lights out before, before the stoppage. The regimes are so different. So different. Like, they treat polar the opposites yeah. is crazy. It's the way, and the Imagine Hextall and Hextall saying that about Sanheim. First of all, for some reason, they hated Sanheim. They would have never said that about Sanheim. Yeah, Sanheim would, would still be wondering if he was playing in the playoffs. Goalie coach would have to tell him again. Well, yeah, you're, you're suiting up for game two, Sanheim. Never forget how he had to get t- told by the goalie coach that he was playing his first NHL game, not by the dude who picked yeah. him. Yeah, we were on the pod like, whoa. Blew my mind, bro. <laughs> but no, I'm really, really excited to see. I- I'm excited to see how mine because... Remember this, Myers wouldn't have been in the lineup if the stoppage happened, didn't happen, because he got hurt. He did. He 
hurt his knee pretty bad with that block shot. Nah, I think it was JVR was hurt too. Yeah, JVR was hurt. Myers was hurt. Yeah, so not just us, but a lot of teams have gotten gotten dudes back from injury. So Columbus, remember? Go, remember we we were yeah, writing Anderson them off. Them. We remember we were writing them off because they had like yeah. their whole team depleted. Like Basically, York yeah. Strand, Seth Jones, Atkinson, they were all hurt. Well, Seth Jones, Seth Jones was the big one. The Seth Jones was like okay. That's their biggest piece. Yeah, that's their franchise piece. I have uh, the Flyers, the rest of their training camp schedule here. Yeah. And so today on Sunday is a, a Group A, Flyers Ice, Group B, Phantoms Ice practice, and then an A and B complete practice. It ended at 1130. I mean, I'm sure we already got the pictures and clips from that. Tomorrow is a day off. Yeah, full Tues- day off. Tuesday is a scrimmage. Wednesday is another practice. Thursday scrimmage. Friday, no on-ice practice. Saturday practice. Sunday, Hub City. Sunday Hub City, let's go, dude. So I'm so next excited. pod episode is gonna be See, traveling to traveling to uh, Toronto. Yep. And then the West goes to Edmonton. You see that video of that guy laughing about the players having to go play in Edmonton? No. It was like a big club. I gotta send it to you. It was hilarious. How, how about Edmonton flooding? Yeah, the, the <laughs> arena flooded. But they were practicing in it like two days ago, I think. So I think maybe it's all clear. I don't know. You see the videos I though? It, yeah. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And then Mother Nature just does not want us to restart hockey. <laughs> Must be <laughs> it. Sudden floods. Hockey dude. guys are like, no. Yeah, bad. Now, all, July 26th is next Sunday. It, it creeped up on me bad, dude. It really did. <laughs> we said it would, too. Like, yeah. we, we always said, like, oh, that'll be here before we know it, but it just seems like forever. I mean, you got baseball got a lot. The 24th is opening day for baseball. They're playing games on TV, like, today, today yeah, yeah, and onward. The, the Phillies will come on and, like, an hour and a half, six oh five. Sixers exhibition on the twenty fourth. Flyers twenty eighth. Those games are all televised too. When do they start their season? The Sixers. Uh, I want to say July thirtieth. Thirtieth. Something. Yeah, or thirty first. I want to say one of them. I was thinking about this. You know how the NBA went to their hub cities like July seventh or eighth. Yeah. And they don't have their games until July twenty fourth. Like the the space. In, NHL goes July twenty sixth, and they then play, play games immediately. Like two days that later. does seem kind of yeah, little but dangerous. Yeah, NBA looks like they kind of played it safe. Like took a little bit more time, yeah. but because the incubation period is like fourteen days or whatever, or something like that. Yeah, so a two like, week quarantine. Yeah, yeah, so they that gives them two weeks. NHL is like, nah, you're playing in two days. Yeah, you're playing the as soon as you get here, two <laughs> yeah. days later. You're playing. So yeah, it's that kind of worries me to be honest with you, dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Elaine Vigneault came out and said that the special teams practice will begin to, like, they'll start working on that Tuesday. So, that's exciting to see. We were, we were just talking about the... How the power play was, like, our Achilles heel all year, but it really wasn't because we were still winning games. Yeah, like, in October, it was we were scoring on the power play at 23%. We were 10 for 42 on the power play in October. Our PK has been solid all year. It's crazy. Everybody who's the difference watched, is crazy. Yeah, everybody who's watched the Flyers this year knows that that our PK is just, just completely turned. It's actually exciting to watch. Like it brings the team so much energy now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And not only that, like there's been so many game like tie games where we've gotten like great A scoring chances while shorthanded with like Kevin Hayes going on the break. He's been a huge part of why the biggest part. Probably really. yeah, him and Mike Yo. I, I think Mike Yo has a big part in it. I think Niskanen has a huge part in it, settling everything down. Braun, obviously. Hayes. Yeah, Hayes' reach. Chuck the- Fletcher, obviously, for signing all, bringing all those guys in. He's another one I don't think gets enough credit. Chuck Fletcher has been 
awesome since coming. I know all the shit people talked on on his moves over the summer. I mean, they were all bangers, dude. <laughs> you know, they all hit. Yeah. For the so most far, part. so yeah. good. So far, so good. And dude, in November we were scoring at sixteen percent. December we were pl- uh, scoring on the power play twenty percent. Then January sixteen. Yeah, sixteen percent. We were nine for fifty four in November. That was when that was when Drew was on the complete wrong side of oh, the my, fucking ice. Yeah. Oh, we Jesus. Like, I completely forgot about that era. Uh, and they didn't. Time. <laughs> and they didn't change. I kind of forget when they changed. I'm going to lean more towards probably Jan, maybe late January, early February is when Gotta they say changed February. that back around. Because January, they were scoring at 19.4%. They were 6 for 31. So January, they were shit too. It has to be February because we bitched about this for so Lol. I remember we were like, dude, this is like our 10th straight episode complaining about the power play. Because <laughs> we have nothing else to complain about. Yeah, I, mean, I do remember being like, basically saying, I have nothing else to complain about with this team. Like, this team's really good besides this one glaring fucking thing. And it's not scoring on the power play. We just refuse to do it. I don't know why. And we were like, if we start scoring on the power play, we're going to be like a number one seed. And look what happened. We started scoring cool. on the power play. We were fighting for the number one. Well, it started one. out with maybe putting back one of our best power play guys in the last fucking decade back in his rifle spot. Yeah, he yeah should be. that was just and, stupid. And don't get me wrong. I like the way towards in February and March when they threw, like, TK goes over there every once in a while and he switches with Drew, but Drew is mainly in his spot where he should be with, thrown in with the other stuff, with the behind the I net love shit. that. That works, and the numbers show it because in March we were – Really, really good in March. February, 10 for 41. Over, dude, overall, for the power play, we were only 20% because of how bad we were in October. <laughs> it was bad. It I was know. really bad. But like like you said, the system that they ended with at the stoppage, having TK and Giroux rotate left wall, and then having Couturier in the slot. Like, how many... After that power play got switched, how many times did you see Couturier get like a slot shot yeah. wide open? Usually, well, many, usually went in, too. And even TK's goal against the, the Capitals... The, the little, like, bank in he got, yeah. and he pumped the crowd up. Just, the constant movement on the power play is something that we, something that lacked from that power play for a very long time. It was really nice to see them finally starting to get, like, creative passing and constant movement because you're, you have one more guy. Like, <laughs> they would slow it down too spa- much. Too much, yeah. yeah. They would, they would look for, like, three plays. Constantly, the same three plays they would look for Drew constantly, but you have to mix things up, and they finally did that toward February and March, and it started working for sure. Look at the PK numbers right here in in February. They were eighty six point five in in February PK. Just elite numbers, Danny. <laughs> they so they were around like seventy five percent plus all year. Yeah. I I wonder what their percentages was per month last season. That would be interesting to find out. I'm going to have to pull that up eventually. I wonder. Because they were atrocious. Yeah, they were terrible. I can't believe it's the same team. <laughs> really, I mean, I know we say that a lot, but I don't know how it's the same team at all. I, I just want to throw out NAK's quote real quick because it really pumped me the fuck up. <laughs> he keeps throwing, up those, throwing out those quotes that keep pumping me up constantly. I don't know if he's doing it on purpose, but he's doing the right things right now. He goes, I'm so excited. I thought about it the whole quarantine. I'm super pumped. I know I'm a good playoff guy. I can bring some depth and intensity. I'm excited to get playing against another team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I believe it, too, because he, he just Bad looks old, like a, a playoff guy 
You know what I mean? He really does. Certain guys are just built for playoff hockey, like Lawton. Yeah, I can't wait to see Scott Lawton in the playoffs, <laughs> I know, dude. dude. I can't wait to see him chirp dudes in an empty stadium because you know he's going to do oh, it. Oh, we're going to hear it all, We're going to hear it, too. It, they got to do something, with whether mic'd up or something, so we can hear. I definitely want like If there's like something that we can sign up for, for like the curse words, sign me up. Like, dude, please. Fuck that. Because they're, they're not going to put it I'd on pay live for it. TV. But if there's something that we could pay for or, or sign up for to get like the full audio, <laughs> I'm completely down for that. Full audio, playoff hockey, that'd be insane, dude. I think that'd be dude, that a really would, cool thing That's that a genius do. idea. And I, if, if they don't do it, like they need as much revenue as they can get. You know what I mean? They need the most attention on the game right now. And with no that's fans, it. you're, it's really hard to do that. So they have to think of something. and I think micing the players up is probably the easiest idea that they could come up with. Like, if they were all to sit down at a table and be like, what could we do? I think the first suggestion would be let's mic the players up and just give the fans, the players cursing at each other in the middle of the playoffs, playoff tournament. Like, I don't think it gets better than that. From a hockey fan standpoint, I would want nothing more than just see G barking at dude, TK, like, <laughs> jumping at dudes' yeah. faces, pump faking dudes, Lawton cursing at people. TK's, no. I, I want to hear TK's like uncensored chirps because yeah. I'm sure he says a lot of shit that's not caught on like the cameras or whatever. Sure. That's that's so funny. Um, we got a couple questions. We did. I'm about to start yeah, slinging off. these off. So Flyers fan at Grennan Williams 82, what game bothered you the most this season? What game pissed you off the most this season? Do you think we'll win the exhibition game? And what's your final score prediction? I was thinking about this question for a long time, and I think the game that pissed me off the most, and I don't know why, was that fucking Calgary game. Really? In the early of the season, that either that or that, yeah, that game was early game. I those two. I was down here, and I was just in so miserable because I thought it was just the the old Flyers coming back. I was like, "What is this?" I was so miserable. That was probably the worst part of the season. Was the like the first half of it. But yeah, I think that Calgary game really, for some odd reason that really like, it stuck with me. Just that feeling, just that fucking horn. I don't know that West yeah, Coast trip. Get, just being down here at ten thirty at night and just seeing the Flyers get shit on. Like I, I waited all day. There's no worse feeling yeah. than getting shit on in a late game. It's like I think that's one in why the it stuck with me the most. Because like you, yeah, because you sit and you wait all day for hockey, knowing us. Because we meet you, we wake up on game days and we're like, oh my god, I can't wait for immediately. We just sit there and wait. So yeah, for, to sit there and wait till ten ten thirty. And like we were in the game for like the first half, and then we just got torched. And to just see us get torched at eleven thirty at night as I stayed up all day just watching. <laughs> yeah, that shit. It was I, probably, I think it was like a Tuesday too, bro. Yes, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I worked the next morning. I just wasn't. Yeah, I think that's why it stuck with me. That game really pissed me off, bad. So I, I have a toss up of like three games, and I'm gonna pick one right. at the end. Uh, the home game against the Islanders, where we went up three zero, three one. I think Provrov had like a bomb power play goal. We were amped up, and then we blew it and yeah. lost. I do remember and that. We were battling like we were so close with the Islanders in the standings at that time. Yeah, that was. And then annoying. the Pittsburgh game, or our first game against Pittsburgh, we got where blown we, the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, we lost seven one. I was at work for that one, so that's why I probably I, I wasn't sitting down watching that one. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one. Oh my god, that you one were, hurt. Though, right? But the one I think that hurt the most, because you talked about like that feeling of like, oh shit, the old Flyers are coming back. Yeah. Was that Winnipeg game? on that road trip where we played the wild um yeah. another team and then we played winnipeg yeah i remember it was on a sunday because we recorded a pod 
Was that around the time they got the news of Oscar's diagnosis? It was, yeah. yeah. It was. I Lawton, think it was that that following trip. Yeah. Yeah. Lawton talked about that a couple of days ago and how like, miserable like the team was during like how like nobody wanted to go on that trip. You know what I mean? Like the, like everyone was like, obviously for for good reason. And just got that news for Oscar. Wait, who beat it? Obviously, but yeah, that that was a terrible road trip. But remember that game? I think we lost seven three. Yeah. And that went because that we got torched. Remember, Fairby took that penalty. We were in the game. You suspended. Then, then, yeah, right? Fairby took that penalty, and there was just something about that game because that was a three-game losing streak. After that game, in my head, I was just like, "It's January, like it's hot, like this is where the team yeah. collapses." And then it obviously got much, much better. Took off from there for sure. But yeah. I'd have to say that Winnipeg game is what bothered me the most. Do you think we'll win the exhibition game, and what's the score prediction? So Penguins, hard to say because like we haven't seen anything, like, any I, of these teams or players play. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the the live streams that they've been putting up on Twitter like, of the practices, but it's like a little box on Twitter, and you can barely see the screen. Yeah, so it's yeah, the only I know. amount of hockey I've seen from them. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just say yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my team. It's my yeah, team. I'm yeah, gonna they're say, gonna yeah. win. They're I'm gonna, gonna say win. four two. Yeah, goals from who? Goals from TK. TK gets two. Ooh. Coots. And, um... I think Proe gets one. I was going to say Sanheim. Oh, Sandy? Yeah, Sanheim, Coots, and two from TK. I like that. That's such, like, a precise prediction. <laughs> it is. But if I hit that, I got to get my props, dude. Yeah, for sure. 4-2, I like that. I'll take it. What's another question? At In The Net Hockey. Where are the fans having their own parade for when we win the cup? All right, so I don't know if Tom Wolf knows this, but like, if any of these teams win a championship during the quarantine stuff, those rules and regulations are gone <laughs> for a good four days. I mean, I know I'm gonna be on road. Damn, bro, cup. are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> right, dude, I don't care at that point. Like, I'm gonna be in a sewer with a case in my hand, with a mask on, of course. Yeah, with a mask yeah, on. Yeah, with a Flyers mask on. God, sure we have yeah. our mask, but a we Stanley will. Cup champion. Ma- Yo, you know Stop, they're gonna have dang. merch. Because you know, like, right after a team wins, they always play commercials. We're like, oh, our merch, buy it now. <laughs> It'll be face masks, yeah. bro. Oh. Yeah, you know it's going to be it this time. The new world we live in. It'll be face masks. Come get your, your fucking your, your pandemic face mask. Your Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup champion <laughs> face mask. Fuck it. I'd buy it immediately. I'd be at the parade. <laughs> like, I really don't care. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there, uh, like, dapping everyone up, you know, or, like, yeah, touching everyone. People, but, but I will be yeah. fist pumping on, on sure. Broad Street. And I think you deserve that, Danny. You've been waiting for a Stanley Cup for a while. And with the whole quarantine stuff, like, the city needs it. Yeah. Sorry, but we will be on Broad Street. You're not... Need the cup bed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that goes for any championship, too. Yeah, I'll be there if the Sixers win. I just won't be... If the Phillies high. win it, bro... Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm still going to be... Yeah. I'm going to be sitting there with my rally towel. Well, now, apparently, the city of Philadelphia is rethinking about letting fans in for the Eagles Dude, games. thank God. Oh my God! When I read that article, like till February 2021, I got sad as hell because I, I was thinking like that's next hockey season. That's too. next hockey season. I was like, not only is it next hockey season, it's gonna be football season. And yeah. I don't know because in my head I was thinking like, all right, next time around when the Flyers start in like December, there will be fans. Everything's gonna hopefully be back to normal. Like I knew there was a chance it wouldn't be, but hopefully it would. And then when I saw that, I was like. Yeah. Like this fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Like it's this shit. Uh, everything. As, as a pure sports fan, like like we are, how much we love sports, it, it sucks for sure. Dude, like but I, I, I love watching 
crowds. The crowds are like one, like one of your favorite things about yeah, watching it's sports. The be- right? like outside of like the actual game itself that you're watching, it's like the best thing about yeah, you sports. Feel off the crowd, yeah, for sure. The we- players play better. The fans love the game more. Like there's no better feeling than a playoff hockey game when your team is like cycling and you hear the crowd like building up. That feeling is like why you watch playoff yeah. hockey. At the end of the day, it really is. The that. best feeling about playoff hockey is like it's the beginning of a game, puck drops. The the other team has like the puck in their own zone, like they're passing, passing, and then the first big hit, the entire yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, <laughs> yeah, yeah I love that. That's shit, what I like. Dude. Like like the stadium's kind of quiet, kind of loud. Like it's it's playoff hockey, so people are screaming. But that first huge hit when the entire stadium like gets up, hear the gra- the glass get rattled. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. yeah. When the when or when the camera starts shaking because like the whole building's fucking jumping. That shit like that. That's what we're gonna miss. But like I love watching watch clips. Hockey. Like the, my my favorite Flyers clips, like of all time goals, like from 2010, 2012, are the clips where you see the fans like yeah from the Canadians pop up game? immediately. Yeah, the Eastern Conference, the Canadians. Oh, right. the Mike Richards goal. Favorite memories of just that sea of orange jumping up when Richards potted that backhand goal and just slid right through those two dudes. Imagine it. seeing that like Live? right now. I know. Lose my shit. We need something like that. Excellent. Imagine if Hazy, Hazy did something like that in a couple weeks. He would be the guy. Like he kind of reminds me of like that type of dude that would do. Something Honestly, like Pitler, that. Pitler does. Pitler I guess does he Pitler, like, like, he's, he's like even got the number in between two dudes. Yeah. yeah, and the number. Yeah, that definitely helps. So where are we having the parade? I don't care where we have the parade. My backyard. I, I'm just having. It. I, 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 <laughs> I don't care. Bro. Set up bleachers. <laughs> you have like a pet rally back there. Honestly, Let's go. go. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm down. We're doing something though. Bro, for sure. I can't wait just to get everyone together again and watch watch some hockey. At hockey rock beer. Dude, that that's an incredible name, bro. I like that. Just saying what he likes right there. I like hockey rock beer. He said it's not really even a question. He just said super happy for Philly. A V came in, fit perfectly. Good to see them trending up. How amazing if Limbaum was somehow ready to play, but that's probably asking too much. I was thinking about that earlier today. How cool would it be if they were just like, "Hey, this he can play," like, but I know he can't. Has to build his strength back. But that'd yeah. be awesome, awesome. I'm hoping like the fir- like his first game back, there's fans in the building. Like when when we're somehow back to normal, yeah. you know what I mean. And so he can get that Full ovation. ovation and stuff because yeah. that's gonna be it. super emotional. But uh, yeah, yeah. appreciate <laughs> these kind words about. He's a Canucks fan too. Av really sense. did. I mean, it's nice to see that another team's fan base can see that AV came in here and did a good job, which is... He's a Canucks really fan, too. Cool. AV, I mean, AV took him to the... Canucks his, are good. <laughs> AV took his team to the finals in yeah, 2011. True. And Canucks are a good team right now, too. Quinn Hughes, Pedersen, all them, Horvat, all They're, they're a West sleeper, dude. They really are. And they got a nice coach over there, too. I, I do forget his name, but... The only thing they're lacking is just, like, a, a true number one goalie over yeah. there. Like, Markstrom is not, is not it. You know what I mean? Like, they need... If they had like a Carter Hart type guy, yeah. Yeah, they would be next up in the West. Seriously, they're definitely a good, a very good young team though. I'm excited. They're like that West team that I can see honestly making a little bit of damage. Same with the Coyotes for some reason. Yeah, I I've been saying on that paper they're just there. Like yeah. they have they have all the pieces they need. They have like three NHL caliber goalies. They have a, a great defense. Yeah. They have an offense with Phil Kessel, Taylor Hall. Clayton Keller. Keller. Yeah, and, and they have more dudes. Barrett like Hayton. Garland is like a the yeah. most undercover sneaky good. Like I think he was undrafted too. I could be I could be so no, wrong that, about that. No, that team's that, but... good. That team's really good. 
And it would be really nice to see Edmund Larson get like win something. Greg Tockett as the coach. Tockett. <laughs> he brings yeah. that like AV Tortorella sure. type. He's done a vibe. really good job with them too. He really ha- dude. The games we played against them, they were like suffocating us. Like they looked good in those games. They're fast. They're very fast on the forecheck. They do defensively responsible. Just, yeah. You make one mistake against them, they can turn that mistake into a goal real quick. Their transition game is really good. Yeah, their their de- their whole defensive structure. They they kind of play games like how the Devils used to. They really do. Like if they go up one nothing, two nothing on you, yeah, you. it's just, it's gonna be a long fucking game. Honestly, it's some of the worst hockey ever. New Jersey, the, the the trap game that they did, so fucking. Like, I respect though. it because it won it and worked. it worked. Yeah, but from like a pure. Like, yeah, as a fan of the game, yeah, I don't yeah. tune into a game and fucking standpoint. watch that. I'm, I'm not jumping up and down watching the fucking Devils play. That's why, like, a lot of people, especially in other sports, but sometimes in this sport, they always say, like, they miss the old days. Honestly, I think hockey's the one sport that's, like, not changing for the worse. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, the game nowadays is a lot more exciting than it was. Like, I know, like, there's, like, nostalgia with the... Old games and old yeah. memories, old, old be, yeah. teams and stuff like that. But those some of those games were boring. Like they really were. They were just defensive games. Like in the death puck era. Some people like that shit. Like, the, like defensive. Like game. I appreciate it. No, like I I definitely appreciate a good defensive game. But I'm saying as saying. a product nowadays, I just think it's better. I really do. Yeah, the offensive, uh, offensively gifted players are definitely more high. Uh, that now. yeah, like the skill nowadays and the fact that like. America is now catching up with Canada, and other countries are providing like top tier talent. Finland, dude, Finland's oh my getting up God. there too. Finland's really, really skilled in terms of developing prospects. Like hockey's growing Sweden. nationally. It's yeah. crazy, awesome to see. Like the game, like this, the amount of skill that's in the game right now it's is ridiculous. Insane. It's ridiculous. It's it's at its top. It's it's at its peak right now for sure. I think that's what makes me mad when like th- they slip up on growing the game more. Or, well, like it's good that we're going back to the Olympics though. They, I th- I, they we talked about it last that. episode. That's incredible. I love the it's Olympics. It's huge. It's huge for the game of hockey. And that's in 2022, so hopefully fans are allowed to reconvene at hopefully that point. We'll that, like a, that would be... Have a vaccine by then or something. Dude, I'm praying. Yeah, that would be ideal. It, it would be pretty disappointing if there wasn't a vaccine by 2022. There, yeah. Um, what the fuck would happen? Yeah, would they just, say, would they just say fuck it and just let fans... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's I, interesting. I, I do miss. I just miss watching sports, man. And it's so close. Like we're finally seeing the the light at the end of the tunnel. And here's the hoping that nothing nothing happens to get to delay this. I want the team. I want the boys in Toronto, July 26th, Danny. Bad one. And I want to see us beat Pittsburgh, July 20. I'm treating that game as if it's a fucking playoff game. Down Dude, there. both teams are going to be going hard. They need to get back like condition because you think like the playoffs are right after right that there, game. Bro. So, like, that game, they're going to be going hard. It's not like it's going to be some, like, exhibition game. Well, think about it. For Pittsburgh, it's a playing game to get to the playoffs. So, it's even more important. Like, this July 28th game is more important for them in terms of getting ready to try to, to make not be the eliminated. playoffs. We're in yeah. the playoffs. So, maybe we're looking at it. Honestly, maybe we do lose that game because maybe we look. Maybe AV looks at that game as, "Hey, I'm gonna use this game to tweak my lineup," and then Pittsburgh's looking at this game as, "Hey, I'm lo- looking at this game to really gear myself up right before I'm trying to play in the play." You know what I mean? No, I definitely see what you're saying. And I'm not saying the Flyers are gonna go in the game not trying. I'm not saying that at all. But I just, I think the game, like, there's it, a little the more leeway. Pittsburgh for the needs Flyers. to get. Yeah, Pittsburgh is playing for a little bit more right now. And yeah, like they, they need to one. get in. Yeah, they like they're they're about to be on the brink they of elimination. Could be playing golf in a, 
in a couple weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then they also could have could Lafreniere, too. too. Yeah, fuck that. We could be playing golf, too. I'm not saying we can't, but I don't know. I just think Pittsburgh is playing for they, – they need to get acclimated quicker is what I'm trying to say. If we are playing golf, no. the fastest Stop. it would be is mid-August because the playoffs officially start August 11th. So we, yeah. we're, we're there. We're there for some time, guaranteed. And if we win. Right around our birthdays, too. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. I'm excited. You, you tweeted who scores the first goal back. It got 27 replies. A lot of people were saying TK. A ton of people. I were think it's TK, too. He, he, he Just like he did in Prague. Yeah, I just feel like he's the type of dude that when, when the team is rusty and, and needs of us, or like when the other team is rusty, he, he's the guy that's going to capitalize on it. Why do I feel like his goal in Prague, that backhand goal, wasn't highlighted more? Was it because it was in Prague? Maybe. I feel people don't. That was disgusting, dude. It really was. <laughs> like when that went in, we were like, first game and do that. That was gross. Top right cheese. <laughs> that was dude, gross. when that went in, I was screaming. That's just that's how you know he's playing with confidence. If he comes in the playoffs or July twenty eighth, that qualifying game or the exhibition game, any of these games, and he does anything like that, bro. Those kind of plays are going to be the kind of plays that pump teams up with these new crowds, like. You're gonna need those players that can get the boys going. And I think Lawton, TK, guys like that. I think the Flyers have the right guys on their side. I can't wait to see rivalry games with no crowd, like the the shit yeah, that they talked. Which imagine the Battle of Alberta. That's gonna be fun. They're playing. Yeah, I know. Other. Imagine that mic'd up without yeah. crowd. That would be awesome. To you watch. see Connor McDavid's goal today in practice. No, I did. Just not. absolutely sped through everyone, dude. The entire defense just watched him go. He's going to be fun to watch in the playoffs, man. Yeah, I know. Watching a playoff game at 12, 4, and then waiting until like 8 or 10 to watch a, a West Coast game. Hockey all day for 10 days. There's like 62 games. The makeup work I was, I that I was saying last yeah. week. <laughs> I'm excited, man. Anything else you want to get to? We got a lot of questions, right? Yeah. Love it. Um, Good to see uh, Vortrek back at practice today. No, nah, for sure. Because, like, we were texting each other yesterday. We were like, oh, he might have Rona? Rona? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what everyone on Twitter was saying. But... And it's a reasonable suspicion. I mean, it, it seems like I, I know it's the, the protocol now that he can't, like, AV can't disclose it. But, it, yeah. like, the way he was saying it and the way the quotes looked, it just looked like yeah. something bad, you know? When in reality, he's like, he's chilling. Just Jake just said, like, stop fucking bothering me. I'm chilling. <laughs> he was like, there's something to having privacy. Like, nobody gives privacy anymore. He was like, some, some people want privacy. He was like, in this world, that's what he said, he's like, in this world nowadays, he's like, everyone wants to know your business. <laughs> and he's a very personal kind of guy. Like, he's, True. He's very, he always blocking people on Twitter. Like, he's a very, there's one side of me that feels that and there's also one side of me that's like, that kind of comes with a job. Yeah. You know, like when you become a professional athlete, like you're in the spotlight. Like people want to hear from you, they want answers. I don't know. You know, what I, do you get what I'm trying to say with that? No, 100%. Like, it's right? always came with the job. I don't know. I mean, they've always. But I respect they, what he's saying. Yeah, for sure. I understand what he's saying. It's just I can see how it can get annoying. Like people constantly asking you how you're feeling. <laughs> he just doesn't want to tell people his personal medical shit, and that's that's his choice. Yeah, because some dude like when when the Flyers go down three one in a game, some dude's gonna go on his Twitter and be like, all capitals, Voracek, you fucking bum, <laughs> like something about instantly his, like, blocked injured ankle. He'll come right on. He'll get right off the ice. To his Hotel X room. 
and block people. Yeah, we'll we'll quote it and be like, buddy, I was a plus two tonight. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, we won, dude. (laughs) Remember Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, I do. He's like, dude, we won the fucking game. Which is true. People were giving him shit when we won, still won the game. Do you remember, this is so random, but do you remember that, like, the shit people gave him in that one Calgary game at home? When he he scored that goal that was on the goal line, it was already going yeah, in. They were, yeah, they were like, yeah. he stole the goal. Voracek, because <laughs> at this point we were all flaming Voracek. Everybody wanted to yeah, go on because he was playing like he was playing rough like the the, he the was, beginning yeah. of the year. But I remember when he he took that goal, everyone was like, yo, he stole Sanheim's goal. What the fuck? What <laughs> yeah. the hell is it? Like what, dude? I was like, like dude, a goal is a goal, goal, bro. Goal, I'm bro. sure Sanheim would rather have his vet I, get that. To I have doubt him Sanheim up. gives a fuck. He's like, I got my swagger, bick. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt Sandheim cares. Dude. Yeah, really... you see the picture of Sandheim, bro? Sandheim with his like full goatee and mustache. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah, 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 I did. It looks so different. You see what he was doing in the quarantine? He was just working on the farm. I didn't know he was like Love it. I, I didn't know Love he... it. Love it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know like that's what he that's that's what he does on his yeah, just... I didn't know that's like his family does. I didn't know that. He was just yeah, I was just on the the farm for fourteen days and uh fourteen hours a day. That's why you gotta love, you gotta love hockey players, bro. <laughs> just go home. They're and all like that, dude. Farm. Like a good part of them are like that. Like they'll just go home. Like I like to fish. Like yeah, that's PK. what Konechny does. Yeah, yeah. He's, I I just like fishing. Like he I mean, goes Wentz back goes home, home and, and just <laughs> yeah hunts <laughs> with his dog with his golden yeah. retrievers. <laughs> all right, we, you want to say anything before we wrap it up? Playoff hockey's around the corner. August 2nd against Boston. Mm-hmm. 6th against the Capitals, and then 9th against Tampa. And then 11th. Not going to lie, that Tampa game is a little scary. Yeah, hey, I know. Not looking forward to it at all. <laughs> but if we're 2-0 and going into that Tampa game, I'm going to be fired up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> be <laughs> fired be, the fuck we're up. We're going to be battling, bro. Seriously. It's going to be good to have the boys back. The de- <laughs> like, what did I say in the last episode? The death of many cases. The death of many cases. That, that, that's what July 28th marks. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's it for this episode of the Liberty L. Can't wait to like, start actually talking about live games and, and games that actually happened. I, I feel like we're back in when we yeah. first started the podcast. Back when I know, yeah. Back game. when there was no games zero. to talk about. We started the podcast in like June. <laughs> actually, I think it was July. I remember the exact yeah, date. Was, I think it was, it was July 14th. The which, dark hours, which of was like a week ago from a year ago, I think. Wow. Damn, I can't believe we missed that. That's crazy. Yeah. Never, never put two and two. Five five days ago was our one year since we started. Yes. Yeah, wow. Damn, one year of doing these. That's crazy. And it's been fun as fuck. We're gonna keep. Oh. We're gonna keep going. Keep trudging sure. along. Follow us on Twitter at tly. Follow me. Follow. <laughs> Follow me Follow. on Twitter at chris Stumps. Uh, follow me at TLY Danny. If you can, if you're feeling good, please leave a review on iTunes. I don't I don't does Spotify do reviews? I don't I don't, know. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. maybe I don't know how like their podcast review. Either way, please do it if you're feeling generous and go for it.